0: inconsistencies in your diet can wreak havoc on your body and not only your physical body but your mental emotional physical and spiritual body when one falters the other falters and if you never want to fall off the wagon again you need to be doing these tips if you want to enjoy your meals, and lose weight, feel amazing, and excel in life, you need to be doing these tips that I'm going to give you in today's episode called The Diet is Consistent. But first, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai El, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step eat stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and yet those than shit. Well, you'll hear about that too, but let's face it, sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds in broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work, your stressful life, and or underlying traumas, so we are going to tackle it all. You will be immersed in the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of life Discover how to deal with personal, interdependent, and interpersonal relationships of all kinds. Let's make crazy look sane every fucking Tuesday. Yay! And throw them smoothies and green juices back one time. Make sure you are subscribed to the fabulous Avi Unfiltered podcast. Make sure you leave a review and share this with anybody, everybody Every single person on this whole entire earth who can truly benefit if you need more info on my nutritional coaching programs, my Eat Stress Away program, my crystal healing readings, my crystal and essential oil readings that I do with spirit using my customized cards, then you can check all of that in the show notes. If you need anything at all, it will all be in the show notes. I have realized that there are four specific things that people are currently doing, but I have a remedy for what they need to stop doing or what you need to stop doing in order for you to never fall off the wagon again. I've seen it so many times with myself and with other people, and it is super duper frustrating, super duper frustrating. I remember when I was completely, completely frustrated uh, trying to lose weight and had no idea about nutrition. And nutrition is beautiful. And we'll go into that beauty a little bit later. But I remember back when I first started college and it was, I want to say 2000, 2008, was when I was on the Yaz birth control pill. When I started college, I was 5'5", 135 pounds, and just thought I looked amazing. I maintained that weight throughout high school, And then when I went to college, I was that. And in a matter of, I want to say three months, maybe less, because I was on the Yaz birth control pill, and you guys have heard this story in another episode, a few episodes, because it pertains to everything that I do um, with what I teach as a holistic health coach, Um, I ended up gaining over, let me see here, I would say... 33 pounds 33 pounds so I went from 135 up to 168 in a matter of three months and it wasn't like I was trying to gain weight it was the side effects from the birth control pill and I'm thinking why did this happen like you know you know there's side effects but you don't think that was one of them I didn't know that that much weight gain was one of them sometimes you think you might gain a pound here and there gradually but i looked so swollen none of my clothes fit anymore i at this time i didn't know about nutrition and mental health or anything like that so but i did recognize a decline in my mood i was very depressed and i just didn't feel myself i felt You got to understand when you gain weight, you're also holding and storing toxins in your fat stores. So you're feeling you're feeling imbalanced, essentially. So that's what was happening with me is I was feeling imbalanced. I wasn't feeling like myself. I had to, like, create a new identity. I think I had cut and colored my hair and i wore different things i was wearing a lot of hoodies a lot of vests whereas before i was like i wore open shirts and i wore jeans i wasn't even really wearing a lot of jeans um actually i was but they i wore more bell bottoms to kind of accentuate myself i was wearing different shirts my boobs were out of control i was like oh my god they it didn't it wasn't like they were big they were huge but it was It was a different kind of huge due to the fact that I was on birth control pills. So I looked swollen and puffy and it was just unnatural. You know, a lot of people, they get plastic surgery and and some plastic, most plastic surgeries look unnatural. When you're on a birth control pill, something that's foreign in your body, along with the Mirena IUD, by the way, which I had in me for seven years, On top of me taking Motrin, I mean, I was just doped up on various things and you tend to not look normal because something foreign is in your body and these side effects were just, it was just horrendous. Being overweight is not for my body. Some people can really rock that and look absolutely amazing. Not me. (laughs) I'm in the 120s now and I'm grateful for that. I feel much better. But when I was, I was just, it, it was just not a good look for me at all, at all. I looked absolutely horrible. If you're currently overweight, no one is saying for you not to love yourself because that's what's actually, and this is not a tip, but that's what's actually going to get the weight on you off of you. I actually did a TikTok on this. I was like, stop saying I need to lose weight. Stop saying that because you're telling the universe that you're lacking in an area and it's going to give you more of what you don't want. So you want to say that you love your body, however it is. That's how I was able to lose weight as well. I started to dress myself up and started to focus on what clothes flattered me versus, oh, my God, I have, you know, it's find the solutions there's solutions and I'm super excited for this episode because I'm going to give them to you but I'm going back to me gaining weight so it took about a couple years I was like I had, Like I said, I had no fucking clue about nutrition. So 2010 comes and I'm like, I can't take any more of this depression. I can't take any more of people giving me size larges when I'm still in the mindset that I'm wearing a small. I got sick of people doing that. But I'm like, listen, your body is not the same and you need to stop being in denial. And this is what I see with a lot of people, too, is that they're, you're in denial. In denial is not going to help you be healthier. In denial is not going to help you drop those pounds and avoid metabolic disease and cardiovascular disease and cancer and messing up your endocrine system and um, draining Uh, draining your body, you know, feeling drained, you're getting adrenal fatigue and things like that. That's not going to help you being in denial. Sometimes you, it's hard to face things. And I think it's hard for people to face that they need to lose weight. I'm not saying for you to say you need to lose it, but it's hard for people to say that, I need to make changes. I need to love myself enough to make these changes because I think by saying you need to make changes, you feel like a failure. And this is why I'm doing this episode, because I don't want you to feel like a failure anymore. Don't beat yourself up because we know that. We are people and we deal with real shit and a lot of people turn to food to cope with a lot of things and that's completely normal. So don't beat yourself up, but find that you do have solutions and you do need to be proactive because your health is at stake. And I'm so sick of people um, saying normalize normal bodies as if... Being fit is not a normal body, or saying that normal is now heavier. And there's this unhealthy culture that's happening right now. And I've had a few people on here. Um, holistic doctors, particularly one, I think it was one, um, a couple times, you know, sharing why it's important to lose weight. It's not about bashing. You know, it's about scientific data and it's about what the body was designed for. It was not designed to hold all of this weight on it. It was not designed for that. You know, it, the body breaks down that way. It really, really does, and it causes imbalance. If you are heavy, that's inflammation. Inflammation, if you are biblical, inflammation, it says you're cursed in Deuteronomy 28. But a lot of people who do read the Bible don't want to hear that because they're attached to food. You don't want to deal with the underlying issue sometimes. I'm not saying everybody, but I've seen it. I've seen it in the churches. Where you say that scripture, and it's like, yeah, but we're not going to go over that. I've I've seen people dismiss this, you know. But a lot of majority of people are very biblical these days. So Deuteronomy twenty-eight, it talks about inflammation as one of the curses. You and I talked about it in episode one hundred four. Um, that was a funny episode because I was being heavily judged for my tattoos and my profanity. Like, come on come the fuck on. We're not I'm such a non-judgmental person. Anyway, so if you read that, if you are biblical and you down with that or whatever, then that's one of the curses. You're cursing your body every time you're eating foods that are inflammatory forming. And if you want to know more about inflammatory forming foods, then you could join my private Facebook group that I have. I'll put the link to that. Um, It's a free private Facebook group where I give exclusive videos based off of what people in the group need. And if you want to book a session with me, a free 15 minute, that's also in there. Or if you want to just dive into nutritional coaching, like I said, that's in the show notes as well but that's basically inflammation. A lot of people are I- I- accepting and being offended. Listen, when I was overweight, I was not offended with people saying it's time to lose weight or it's something you need to do about this. And this was not people saying, "Oh, you need to do this." Although there are some dumb fucks that do that. I don't do that to people. I don't say, "You know, you need to lose weight." Like, "My, you know what? You mind your fucking business." But it's when I when I was having horrible periods. And when I was, you know, having edema and all of these things that a doctor told me that you need to lose weight. And once I did, I started to see my health, 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 (laughs) health improve. So it took about, you know, I want to say two to three years. And I discovered someone who, who who wasn't into health, but was so super helpful and gave me a meal plan. And every two hours I was eating small meals and I was hangry. Like I lost six pounds, but I was like, does it really have to take me this long? Like to, does it really, I mean, not this long. Does it really have to take all of this, me still being hungry, me being shaky, me being angry and irritated to lose weight like is this life like does food have to not be enjoyed food was like a uh it was like work to me I'm like okay every two hours like let me set a timer and it wasn't that I was eating healthy food it was that I was eating portion sizes and calories which we're going to talk about today um, because I'm so super sick of people jumping on the bandwagon of portion sizing and calorie counting, and they're like, "Oh, how'd you do it?" And you know, you got these coaches promoting their programs that are calorically restrictive, and people are jumping on that. I'm like, "Hey, that's not fucking healthy," you know. So I did. I ended up losing six pounds in a week, and then I met another uh, doctor. Uh, saw his broadcast and I lost 10 pounds in a week eating way more food and eating intuitively and all of this stuff so I was like I'm gonna do this this is more (laughs) this is more fun yes I did go through detox for three days I'm not gonna say sometimes when you switch your diet you're not gonna go through detox when I work with my clients they go through slight detox because I'm gonna share that method with you in a minute so I'm I'm just I'm just like I, I went through that detox but I did I lost 10 pounds and it stayed off that was the difference it stayed off I didn't gain it back because I was also dealing with you know the mental emotional physical and spiritual things as well my, my mental state was so much better so my very first tip for you in terms of never falling off the wagon again is why are you doing it You have to know why you're doing it and set boundaries with yourself. And this is going to take a little bit of discipline. So for me, why I stay on track consistently and I don't go for those Lenny and Larry cookies with all the sugar and the gluten anymore is because sugar and gluten hurt my liver. I don't eat certain things because I know that I've went into anaphylactic shock before. I don't have um, a lot of things with oil because I don't like how it feels when I'm bloated. So right now I want you to take down a pen and paper. hopefully you have the avium filter notebooks. and I want you to write down I want you to write down why and how you're going to stay, consistent and how you're going to set those boundaries, what your boundaries are. So you're going to write down what your boundaries are. How do you feel after you eat certain foods? I know, you know, some of my clients, a lot of my clients actually cannot have gluten because they feel anxious or they feel bloated or they just, it, it hurts their stomach and they feel moody and shaky and things like that. So I want you to write down and also have food mood journals I have everything basically (laughs) for for all of you to be successful because that's that's what I want to do I I came up with these methods on my own journey and I want to help other people do the same so that's what you want to start doing and I'm telling you that's what's going to keep you that's one of the things that's going to keep you from grabbing you know, a Snickers or grabbing those bag of chips with empty calories and things like that. You have to have a why I'm not and why I'm going to continue. So you can even make columns or you can section it off and say, this is why I'm not going to eat this and this is why I'm going to continue to eat this. And you can also make another list that says, when I eat this, this is how I feel. When I eat healthy, this is how I feel and make a comparison, You know, for some people, it's not about how they feel. It's more about what they are attached to. And that's another thing. That's another um, topic. And that's actually what I do in my Eat Stress Away program is we go over how to become detached from certain foods and why you are attached. You know, and a lot of times it stems from some sort of a stressor, traumatic event, something that's overwhelming you to where you feel like you have to eat certain foods to cope with it and it stems from a lack of boundaries so you want to set those boundaries very very high with yourself you know there's a lot of times just like I love Miyoko's cheese right but I usually get the cream cheese because it doesn't have any oil in it so each time there'll be like the cream cheese wheel where, But it has oil in it and I'm looking, I'm like, oh, but it's still the cheese. But it's like, nope, because when you had oil, this is what happened. So I remember that. I remember feeling inflamed. I remember my oily skin. I, it's just oily, like <laughs> oily and greasy. And then you got to deal with edema sometimes because you're just swelling up. You know, oil is um, there's no fiber in that. There's nothing beneficial and there's no nutrients really in oil. So it kind of becomes, I just heard like a pocket, uh, empty, you know, like an empty pocket um, of air in your stomach. Almost like like when you eat empty calories and things like that, you know, your stomach swells. So we're going to go to tip number two. So tip number two is to stop dieting. And you're probably like, well, you just said this was called the, the diet is consistent diet. There's a difference between a diet and dieting. So a diet is the way you eat. That's your lifestyle. That's what you consistently do. That's how you eat on a daily basis. I follow a vegan plant-based diet. There's some junk food vegans. I am not a junk food vegan. I follow a vegan plant-based diet, meaning things that grow from the ground, things that have contained nutrients, things that are not packaged, pa- about to say packaged. <laughs> things that are not packaged and processed and various other things that come along with that you know fruits veggies things high in water content phytochemicals antioxidants anthocyanins terpenes we all know (laughs) we all know the science Uh, available availability of nutrients and all all of that all of that good stuff but dieting is different Dieting is when you are specifically doing a diet that is going to get you to reach a certain goal. And the majority of that time, it's to lose weight. And this is why I fucking hate diets. (laughs) I hate dieting is what I should say. I hate dieting because you will gain the weight back. And I don't care what anybody says. There have been studies. Studies have been shown I've experienced it myself. I've done a diet for four weeks where I'm just eating like a big bowl of peas and a big thing of salad. And eventually I got tired of that. And then I started to binge eat. And so a lot of people, a lot of people are dieting because it's like the new thing. People are restricting their calories to be, 1,000 calories a day or 1,300 calories a day and 1,200 calories a day, 500 calories a day. Of course, you're going to lose weight. And you know what? Your health is going to decline in the process, let me tell you. And you will end up gaining it all back because you are activating those enzymes. You're activating those enzymes within the body that will become overactive and you will end up gaining more weight than you did before you started dieting because that's that's just what happens in the body and I've discussed this in a YouTube video that's what happens in the body so people jump on the bandwagon of you know dieting and people are losing like 10 20 30 pounds within like two weeks and everybody's like, what did you do? And they're shelling out these 1000 calorie a day diets and also portion sizing, which I'm going to get into. And that's very, very dangerous because you're calorie counting, but you're not, what, what calories are you counting? You know, it's almost like one of the Weight Watchers, diets where you're doing points and things so you're doing points it's like oh like I saw the commercial was a banana then it was marshmallows and it's chocolate so I'm like okay okay so the calories are probably low but what's in those ingredients what's in those ingredients you know there's sugar there's butter there's vegetable oil what What is making it an actual food? How is your body going to break that down? How are you going to process that? That's going to end up making you sick. Yes, you will lose weight, but you'll also get sick in the process and you don't know what you're going to get because when there's a breakdown in the immune system, now, even though your genetics play a small role, you can start activating certain genetic, you know, mutations within the body. Your body's going to start malfunctioning. You know, because you're not regenerating those cells. You're not repairing DNA. You know, you're disabling your DNA. So it's not working for you. It's working against you. Now you're creating, like I said in another episode, like a Frankenstein type person. Because it doesn't matter what you eat as long as you're getting your calories. And this is really popular with people nowadays. They see the transformation but they're not focused on the health of it. And this is the problem that I have with caloric restriction. When you are eating nutrient-dense foods, and what I mean by that is more nutrients per calorie, you're less likely to gain weight because it's just math, as I've said before. It's just math, you know? I think a lot of people diet, because they think they have to give up their favorite foods and no one's that's what I never have my clients do they tell me what their favorite foods are I obviously have done the research already I know how to remake a quesadilla if they still want a quesadilla I know how to um, make lasagna healthy and they don't have to portion size it they don't have to portion size it are they going to go overboard and eat certain things? Absolutely not. Because we also go over true hunger versus toxic hunger as well. You know, so they eat more intuitively. But that also comes with getting rid of that emotional attachment to food and that um, mental stress and mental agony. Because let's face it, when you are dealing with that, it doesn't really matter what you eat because you're there's no self-love and you're sabotaging. So we have to get rid of that. And that's what I find that once we're rid of that, my clients are able to eat their fa- their food favorites in a healthier version without dieting. Essentially, they enjoy their meals again. A lot of people, they they love fruit now. You know, and this is coming from people who enjoyed sugar, like <laughs> straight sugar. And so it's an amazing transformation. You know, no one's telling you to give up lasagna. You just need to make it healthier. And they never count calories and lose weight because that's how life is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be this. I mean, if you want to track it just to see because you're an analytical person, that's fine. But doing it because you think that's what you have to do in order to lose weight, it's not necessary. Portion sizing is... It all depends. You know, portion sizing. I am against portion sizing because when I see when I think of portion sizing, I see the standard animal protein, white rice and a little bit of asparagus. And I'm like, the very thing that you're limiting is the thing that's filled with antioxidants and phytochemicals and phytonutrients and vitamin K and all of the good stuff that the body needs to break break things down in the system and digest things. So when I see that, I'm like, why are we portion? So I don't, I still don't understand why the portion sizing of vegetables and fruits, as I've said many times, and the white rice is sugar. So yes, it's going to fit your macros, but what does that mean in the scheme of things? That means you may get cancer. And that means you have an ignorant And I'm not going to say excuse my language on here. Obviously, that means you have an ignorant coach or ignorant trainer who's telling you this because they don't know how your blood tests are. They don't know your composition. They don't know your genetics. They don't know any of this. And they're telling you this is what you eat because this is what I'm prescribing everybody Maybe you can't have white rice. You know, they don't know where your oxidative stress levels are. And they're just saying, here's some more white rice. If you were to give me more white rice like four years ago, I would have. Actually, I did. But (laughs) so that's not the greatest example. Cancer. My oxidative stress levels were high. He was like, if it gets any higher, you're going to have cancer. This was four years ago. No, five, five now. No, 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 four, four. It will be five, though. So it's, yes, you may lose weight, but you may lose your life in the process. And it's like, just eat your favorite meals and ask somebody for help to meal prep for you. And that's why meal prepping is also important. It's important. It's very, very Important to staying on track. You know, I if you need my free meal prep guide that shows you how to make quick and easy meals without the stress, without the overwhelm, without even knowing how to cook yourself, you can grab that. That will also be in the show notes under resources. So you can grab that and give it to a friend, you know, have them get it. And along with that comes more motivational instructions as to how you can you know proceed without stress and continuously lose weight I have some educational goodies that come with it once you sign up to get that um, meal prep guide so there are some things that you probably should keep in portions but even then you know I don't really have my client's portion that I I don't portion it myself. You know, a lot of some people say have a quarter of a cup of nuts, which is fine. You know, that's fine because you don't want to eat too, too many, because you don't need that many. The body can only take so much. Um, another thing you want to portion size is probably uh sweet potatoes and things like that, because you want you want more things with water content and more low glycemic fruits and veggies and. And things. it is considered a starch, but it is a slow starch, so it's it's better for losing weight. It's better than, you know, the white rice and brown rice, which contains, you know, arsenic. and things of that nature. So you might want to stick to maybe one sweet potato or one to two, you know, two to three two to three days out of the week or something like that. But in terms of just portion sizing all of your meals, it's really not necessary. It's going to cause you to, to starve. Um, it's going to cause you to binge eat as well. So you can eat all the veggies, all the fruits in the world. There's no limitation on that. And When I say plant-based, a lot of people are like, I can never go plant-based. I can never go vegan. You eat plant-based all the time. You have veggies, fruits, beans, nuts, seeds. All you would do is make burgers out of that or burritos. A lot of people love burritos. Just find a plant-based so let's say you wanted a burrito and you wanted to eat plant-based you would just get a coconut tortilla and stuff it with corn and beans and salsa and miyoko's cheese and oh my god you have a burrito and no you don't have to count the fucking calories like it's not necessary It's really not necessary. Um, I'm fit. I have abs. I have muscles. I'm lean. I don't count anything because that used to irritate me. I was tracking celery and I'm like, why? So, my third tip is crystals. And people kind of ignore this concept, but I say my third tip is crystals because this is actually certain crystals actually keep your body in homeostasis and in balance and I'm always picking up orange crystals on here probably because I'm a creative person but I'm getting is it peach selenite Is it peach selenite I'm getting you know a lot of okay what I'm getting is a lot of spices. A lot of spices, if you look at um, chipotle powder, cayenne pepper, cinnamon and things of that nature, they're hot and they're spicy. But what they actually do in the body is they're actually. What are they doing? I'm getting messages, so I'm just sitting here waiting. They're actually reducing the inflammation within your body and getting um, toxins out of your fat stores. So if you use things like, you know, orange and red crystals, and I'm also seeing clear crystals to keep you balanced and to also deal with your emotional addictions when it comes to certain foods, that is something that will help you. You know, you can sit with them and meditate with them, research their benefits. If you need more, if you have, if you need my help or have questions on that, I can help you. But for instance, I just got my selenite again. I had an older one that I no longer have because sometimes you have to part ways with certain crystals. And that was a crystal that I had when I was at Ohio. So I did not want to bring that energy back with me because I almost died there. But I got brand new selenite crystals. So they balance all of your chakras. And I say crystals because... On a you're uh, you're connected mentally emotionally physically and spiritually like I said they're not disconnected okay so when you're aligned this will also cause you to eliminate a lot of times when you release you know selenite helps you release I'm heavily seeing peach selenite so I'm gonna stick with that um, you could place peach selenite and on your pelvic area on your navel. Um, and let it sit there and it will cause you to release because a lot of things are stored in our gut a lot of memories are stored in our gut our heart and our brain you those are your three minds and they store certain memories and a lot of times when you're detoxing with these foods this is really how you detox you don't detox by starving unless you are spiritually guided to go on a fast So a lot of times when you're detoxing, you'll notice that you'll have a bowel movement or you'll suddenly have gas and these crystals will help your body process, process that. A lot of times when I lay down with a selenite, I feel completely relaxed. You can use selenite. You could put essential oils on the bottoms of your feet. So you can really have um, an immersed experience on that spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical level. So a lot of times when you're healing spiritually, when you're healing mentally and emotionally from certain traumas, you will see elimination. And this is why I've lost three pounds, you know, after releasing certain things. I really have. I've seen it. I've gone from like 127, and I was like, whoa, now I'm 124. And it's because that weight is being stored. Everything, every memory, all the toxicity is being stored like food. So these are very beneficial. These are very beneficial to you. So, my last tip is to commit to something. Don't do not do what I did. When I first started to try to eat healthy, I was watching everybody. I was looking at the 80-10-10 diet. I was raw vegan, high carb, low fat, vegan, low carb, high fat. Then I did paleo. Yes, I did paleo. Then I did paleo, keto. Then I was like, oh, what diet is there? And I started to do all of them. And it left me overweight, unhappy, and I gave up. So while you take tips one through three in account, tip number four is you want to commit to something. So let's say you committed to breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Say you got up and at 10 o'clock you ate breakfast, three o'clock, I mean, or one o'clock you ate lunch, and then at five o'clock you ate dinner. Commit to that for like a week. And see how your body feels. And during this process, you should be tracking your meals. You could use my Foodie Moody Journal or whatever. But Foodie Moody Journal, it'll help you see if there's a section for your food and there's a section for your mood and then there's lined paper for miscellaneous whatever else you want to add if you want to have a whole journal about your day that's important too you need to know how things are affecting your body especially if you're a woman and you have a cycle you want to know how your moods are being impacted how your endocrine system is being impacted how you know your hormones are your hormones in balance and things like that men if you want to get it too there's no discrimination obviously ever with me I just work with mainly women so that, that's what I would say too is to commit to something. If you start intermittent fasting, don't just do it for one day and say, I don't like this. Commit to it for at least a week and see how you feel. If you're feeling fine, then that's probably what your body wants to do. If not, then change it. But do something for one week and see if you like it. And then change to another thing and see if you like it that week and stick with that. I find that intermittent fasting for me keeps me on track and I'm used to it now. I'm used to not having anything for 18 hours and I actually heard a dietitian say that it's a starvation diet, but she's very unknowledgeable in that area because it's not a starvation diet. If you stop eating three hours before bedtime, when you wake up, that's intermittent fasting. So it doesn't have to be that long. You know, let's say you went to bed at, I don't know, 11 and you got up at seven or something. You were intermittent fasting the whole time. But following I do intermittent fasting and I follow intuitive eating. So I eat only when I'm hungry. I don't wake up hungry and shaky. And if you're waking up hungry and shaky, as I said last week, it's probably because you ate something that was toxic and that's toxic hunger. I actually remember as a child waking up shaky like that. And it's because I was eating sugary things. You know, I would eat Fruit Loops and uh, Frosted Flakes and Peanut Butter Crunch and pancakes and every every single thing with lots of syrup and just plain old granulated sugar so when I woke up I woke up early like at 8 30 and I was already hungry now I'm not hungry I could go till like 2 p.m and not eat anything and that's because I'm food to me is an accessory it's for nourishment it's not oh my god I need to have this it's not I'm not addicted to it I see what the benefits are. And I had a terrible addiction. So you can, you can get out of anything. You can get out of anything and you can make strides. So I hope these tips helped you. Go and implement them today. If you want to work with me, all my information is in the show notes. So have an unfiltered day and I will see you next week.